Hi there, welcome to Conversations, where we seek to advance your leader in team excellence by discussing relevant topics that impact today's organizations. Welcome to the show. Hey there, leader. In today's conversation, I have the opportunity to speak with Dr. Anthony Perdue about leading with emotional intelligence during a crisis. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Whalen. Dr. Anthony Perdue is a doctor of strategic leadership, as well as an executive and leadership coach, trainer, teacher, speaker, and consultant. Dr. Perdue is also one of my amazing uh, team members at Bellum Leaders. Dr. Perdue is a certified professional coach. He is certified as an emotional intelligence coach and a professor in organizational leadership. Dr. Purdue helps leaders clarify and execute their purpose for greater meaning, trust, and engagement. He helps develop leadership skills for enhanced personal and organizational effectiveness and increases emotional intelligence for improved self-awareness, relationships, teams, and culture. For all you Clifton Strengths enthusiasts, Dr. Purdue leads with strategic individualization, relator, learner, and ideation. Dr. Purdue, welcome to the show. Dr. Purdue, how are you today? I am doing well, Dr. Whalen. How are you? I'm doing great. It's nice and sunny here in Florida today. <laughs> uh, I see you're rubbing it in off the bat. It's not nice and sunny here in Maryland. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> well, but your days are coming. <laughs> that they are. That they are. Oh, well, thank you so much just for taking the time out of your busy day, you know, to come on the show and talk about leadership and emotional intelligence. And, you know, as we just move deeper into this COVID-19 crisis, leaders everywhere are just demonstrating their capacity to lead. And Mm -hmm. the funny thing is, or the interesting thing is that the capacity may or may not be resembling what I call leadership excellence. So I would love, you know, just to hear your thinking around leadership and its importance, especially during a crisis. Yeah, wow. So leadership, obviously, and we both know this, is extremely important during downtimes. So when things are just kind of status quo, um, you know, having a vision, having goals, being able to inspire others towards that goal. As, as a definition of leadership is extremely important. Where two things stand out to me though in a crisis. Uh, number one is as a leader, how do you show up? Who is your real self? And in a crisis when things are flying at you, we tend to become ourselves. So our character comes through, right? Mm. So that's kind of number one. So, so if you haven't been kind of strengthening those character muscles, you know, your ethics, your um, your values and, and things of that nature aren't there. It really shows up in a, in a crisis. And the second thing is, um, you know, problem solving. Do you fight, flight, or freeze? You know, do you have that amygdala hijack? And that's where that emotional intelligence comes in. Um, and do you really uh, calmly solve problems? Because you got to still have that vision. What are things going to look like on the other side? But what what things do we need to do? What problems do we need to solve right now to make it through to the other side? 
Yeah, you know, so important that authenticity, you know, right off the bat. And I really think that organizations really need to be having their eyes open right now. Because are your shining stars, the ones who you have, you know, kind of tagged shining star as a leader, you know, are they living up to that? Are they, uh, you know, handling that problem solving uh, in a way that, that you're suggesting uh, that leaders should be, uh, you know, handling problems during a crisis? And so I really think taking a look around, uh, even if it's in the, you know, the remote space, how are your leaders showing up, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. And, and it's, it's, it's interesting because you're taking me back to the days of studying about leadership where we talk about trait theory and things of that nature. How, do you, how are you perceived and perhaps how you look? And so when the, you know, when the rubber meets the road when in a crisis, it's not all about your, necessarily your traits or your skills, but it really comes down to that authenticity and who you really are as a leader. And so one of the ways that people are finding that out is obviously in real time, but a way for, to prepare for this is really to assess, assess leaders. You know, there are assessments out there that we can uh, administer and there are um, different ways of, about going to, uh, ways to go about finding the true character of a leader. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're certified in emotional intelligence, which is amazing. So why don't you give our listeners an idea about first what emotional intelligence is? Sure, sure. So emotional intelligence is a set of emotional and social skills that really uh, determine how we both understand ourselves and express ourselves, as well as how we relate to others, our ability to develop and maintain relationships. It's also our ability to remain calm under stressful situations. And then lastly, it's our decision-making. It's how do we take all this emotional information and really synthesize it to become more effective and to really help with successful outcomes? Yeah, that, that's, that's great information there. And that, that sounds like the link to leadership. So how is or why is emotional intelligence so important for leaders? Well, so let me first say that studies have shown that emotional intelligence, so there's, there's been this long debate about IQ, right? And then there's mm -hmm. EQ. And then the question is, well, how can folks that, you know, that drop out of high school, right, who were like F students go on to create, you know, computers and personal computers and just literally change the world? Well, it's their emotional intelligence. So for a leader, to, in, in, as far as emotional intelligence, to be able to understand, to self-actualize, which is part of self-perception, what are my goals? What do I really want out of life? That's a key component of emotional intelligence. And then how do I, as a leader, show up in specific um, activities, you know, or specific times when I, when I inter interface with people? Am I a bull in the china shop? Am I unable to get along with folks? So emotional intelligence is so important when it comes to self-leadership, knowing what you want out of life and knowing how to guide yourself as well as our ability to lead others. Yeah. So it sounds like when, when you're talking about IQ and uh, emotional intelligence, you need more than business acumen to be a great leader, sounds like. <laughs> There's all these other, other facets uh, of leadership that, that go hand in hand. 
Yes. Which I think is good news. Like you said, you know, it, not everybody, you know, goes to school, um, you know, is, is educated in the way that, you know, we, we typically define that. But still, you know, people ha are talented. They do, um, you know, dig deep into themselves and, and are able to uh, articulate their authentic self, whatever that looks like uh, to the world. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And so when we think about, let's just think about the times now, because these definitely are just challenging times. So what part, and you kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier, what part does emotional intelligence play uh, in leading during times like these? Wow. Um, I think the, the main thing is self-awareness. So during times like these, there's this term called well, I'll use two terms. One is FUDs, fear, uncertainties, and doubts. So mm. all, this, all this stuff is coming at us. That's very scary. You know, most of us, no matter what age we are, have not gone through a global pandemic where we have to stay in the house, where, where our very lives are in danger and where we are challenged to put food on the table and have to work from home if we're fortunate, right? So yes. Emotional intelligence, our ability to be self-aware of our own emotions. So if you're a leader and you're on a conference call and let's say you're thinking about it, the TV's on, right? And they're showing the, the, the mounting infections and, and deaths and, and all of a sudden you become fearful. How does that translate into your leadership? So, the, so one of the first things about emotional intelligence, which is in fact foundational, is self-awareness emotional self-awareness. How do I feel right now? And how does that translate into the way that I'm expressing myself to those that I, that I lead, whether it be family um, or, or in a work environment? So that would be number one, self-awareness. Um, I, could, I could talk about this <laughs> all day long. So I'll try to prioritize one other one. I think really it's, a, it's around stress management. So in the leaders that I've coached more recently, they may feel and appear on the outside that things are well. But once you kind of unfold or peel back the onion a bit, the, the, the level of stress is pretty high because of the change, you know, that leaders have had to undergo where kids are running in and out of rooms and um, there's little delineation between your work day and your kind of personal or family day. Um, you couldn't go to the gym like you used to every morning at six in order to blow off some steam or when you got off of work. So things have changed and stress tolerance has become a challenge. And that's a, that's a facet of emotional intelligence that we, we deal with it as, as well. Yeah, the, the, the total dynamic that you're painting that picture there of, of being home and if you do have, you know, children in the home and, you know, what does that look like? How are you uh, still leading? you know, your organization, your team, yourself, with all these uh, extra <laughs> things that are, that are going on in our homes. And you're right, you know, where is that line between, you know, our, our work and our personal life when we're in a crisis like this? And then, you know, what are we doing about that? Uh, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, that's some good, some good yeah. stuff there. Yes. Yeah, it is challenging. 
It is challenging. Yeah. And how, how we show up. And like you yeah. said in the beginning, you know, we're going to show up with who we are during a crisis, you know, our real self. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and so are we, are we proud of that real self as we're going through these challenges? That's right. And I commented earlier about my real self today. I feel like having a Duke sweatshirt on, you know, go Duke. Because go Duke. I missed the, the final four, uh, which, you know, in the national championship. So, um, so yeah, so, so being able to balance that, being able to be your authentic self, but still show up as a leader in the things that we have to do is, is definitely a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And I think leaders need to, you know, give themselves permission uh, to show up as their best self. And mm. even though we are in a crisis, even though we are um, experiencing, you know, the, the uncertainty, what did you say? Fear, uncertainty, and doubts, FUDs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of fudding going on, FUDs going on. And so, so really giving yourself permission to, to look at who you're showing up as, and then is that the person that, that you want to be, uh, I guess, displaying to the world? Because whether it's to your family or to your team, to your organization, we're still showing up and really, uh, you know, how are we communicating that? And I, I imagine emotional intelligence is, um, also has to do with, with body language. With that, does that also kind of feed into understanding others? Absolutely. So, so body language, and you, I'm sure you're well aware of this, is they've said, I think, upwards of 80% of how we communicate, right? So, so sometimes you could, you know, it's, they say it's all, it's written all over your face, right? Think of, mm -hmm. of, of emoticons, emojis, right? Where you don't have to really say anything, even as a leader, but people will know, and especially if someone in, in your household will know exactly what you're feeling and thinking. As a leader, it's important to, to understand this for ourselves. So when certain emotions are triggered, uh, whether it be anger, whether it be um, you know, that you know, fear, worry, et cetera, anxiety, is our bodies a lot of times tell us what's going on. Whether it be you know, our heart rate is, our heart's pounding, it's going a little faster, whether you know, we start to sweat or whether we, you know, our neck or shoulders get tight. So our bodies will, really tell us where we are and, and a lot of times um, you know a, a good leader will pay attention to that and understand the trigger of that and then be able to, to look backwards to mitigate or get to the root cause of why they feel that way um, and how to improve upon that that uh, that that feeling to mitigate that those FUDs right to, 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 mm -hmm. to not make FUDs your leader in fact but that you lead that you have um, uh, you know, you confront and have confidence over that, which you may be challenged with. Yeah. And that's a, such a great demonstration of leading by example. Mm -hmm. right? How do we want to lead our people? What do they want? Uh, you know, who is a leader? Are you showing up to be? And then what are you displaying uh, to your people? Because that's, yeah. I mean, we want our people to be um, safe and secure. We don't want them to have that fear, to have that uncertainty, yeah. um, you know, or doubt. And so if we're showing up as a leader, and yes, sometimes we need to do things afraid, <laughs> but I think the brain understand, whatever the brain, whatever the brain is, is told to do, we are gonna exhibit. Uh, mm. 
Yeah. And it's funny, you mentioned earlier our best selves, and there was this term uh, in, in the good old Greek days called arete. And arete was, you know, how did, the, the question was, how do I live my best life, my, become my best self? And arete was the highest expression of your best self through your virtues and values. In other words, your mm-hmm. character, right? So how, so if, as you aspire to be your best self in an environment of crisis, showing up authentic, uh, authentic, uh, with, with authenticity, oftentimes it's just putting our values and character on the front stage so that we align with what, what those things are on the backstage so that we're a real, real person no matter where we are, where we show up. Right. And sometimes that can be challenging especially in, especially in uh, work environments where the culture, you know, there's this big vulnerability movement with Brene Brown and, you know, being, vul- being vulnerable and it's a good thing, but some work cultures um, challenge are challenged with being vulnerable. So mm-hmm. how do you align your values, your best self with, uh, with your emotions to, to be vulnerable? Also given that work culture can be a challenge for leaders as well. Yeah. 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 When I think about that and, you know, emotional intelligence playing with other aspects, like you said, you know, how you're showing up as a leader, uh, your personality, um, you know, development opportunities, all those things, I think, hinge on how we show up as a leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So what might be some practical tips for, for leaders around emotional intelligence? Say they're just tuning in for, you know, the first time, maybe they've heard about emotional intelligence, maybe they haven't. What would you like to, to say? What do you want to speak to around emotional intelligence for leaders? Yeah, so the first thing I would say um, is, number one, just get, get educated. And if, get, get, if you're not very familiar with emotional intelligence, just spend some time getting educated around it. Um, Daniel Goleman wrote a, a, a great book um, around emotional intelligence. There's um, several books on emotional intelligence that um, um, Emotional Intelligence 2.0 is another one that, um, that was written. And those are um, books that are uh, consumable, I would say, in a business context. Um, the other thing I would say is really to understand your own strengths of, of emotions or your own level of emotional intelligence. And the best, or one of the best that, I, that I've seen and the, the tool I'm certified in is the multi-health systems uh, EQI or emotional quotient um, 2.0. Again, that 2.0 thing is, I guess we're in 2020, um, uh, 2.0 assessment. And I think that that's something that it will help you to understand how you perceive yourself, how you um, express yourself and show up to others, how you deal with interpersonal relationships, your level of empathy, your level of social responsibility, your level of stress tolerance, your level of decision-making, problem-solving, and even well-being. So it's a very um, information-rich assessment that leaders can take to really understand uh, themselves as well. So I would say yeah. those two main things is to, 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 get, to get started and grounded in emotional intelligence. Now, would you suggest uh, that, that leaders can, can use this, uh, this assessment that you're certified in as a 360? 
Absolutely. In fact, that is, um, <laughs> so now we're talking, uh, we're, again, emotional intelligence is a piece of leadership, right? It's a, it's a huge piece, but with a 360, you're now giving the, the assessment to those around you, to, to your, to people that lead you, to your peers, and to those that you lead. And the more alignment there, there's a, there's a term called objective self-awareness. And that term is, is used for how closely do you, are you to those, to those that perceive you. And that's one of the ways to really understand and say, hey, I am very aware of who I am and how I show up as a leader. So I would encourage not just the assessment with their leader, but if they have a chance to do the 360 assessment, I think that is one of the best ways to, to create self-awareness and especially in emotional intelligence all the way around, I think that's extremely, uh, that's huge, yeah. Yeah, and the interesting thing, I remember the first time that I approached a leader about taking a 360, and, <laughs> and right off the bat, he's like, oh no, you know, that's good, that's good for them, you know, his people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. But not good, not good for me. Uh, and so, you know, through coaching, I really needed to, uh, you know, help that leader understand that a 360 should not be feared. It should be something that leaders are accepting of and that we want to learn, uh, you know, how other people are viewing us. Uh, you know, and, and what we're what we're speaking to them, whether it's you know through our body language or, or through the activities that we're doing uh, as leaders. And so, uh, I'm always encouraging leaders to go ahead and you know take a 360, be enlightened, because that's the only way that we're going to um, be able to uh, really heighten our leadership. Yeah. by really having that spotlight on us and, and then being able to say, uh, I went through a 360. This is what I learned about myself because other people were involved in the process. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives you so much self-awareness. It's funny. You mentioned that sometimes in your experience, the person was a little bit, you know, uh, apprehensive about the 360 and that's actually very, very normal from the top down. So there was a study given a few years ago that said self-awareness was the number one challenge among CEOs. In mm -hmm. fact, in coaching, I think it was like 75% of respondents felt that way. Um, the second, and even in my coaching now with some, with director levels and um, you know, some C-level, that's still, the, the still always the challenge because the first thing they wanna do in terms of leadership is focus on their team, other folks. Right, it's rarely themselves, and so the, a smart leader, a leader that's that understands that self leadership is the foundation of being able to lead others, to lead teams, to lead the business function, and even strategic leadership at the C level. Um, you know, those are the those are the leaders that that really uh, that really understand and really get it. Yeah, so important to get it. <laughs> to get it. <laughs> yes. And, and that leader that I was talking about, you know, afterwards, he, he kind of saw the light. He, he was encouraged by uh, the comments and exactly, uh, you know, 
what was what was established through that 360 and he was mm -hmm. able to really provide himself with a development opportunity through that 360 to advance his leadership that's wonderful that's wonderful yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting there's a um in in the toyota model so if you think about lean six sigma and some of the things that they've done around operational uh operational excellence and continuous improvement they they believe in this in the sense that a leader is, is never accomplished um, there's always more to learn that the ability to self-reflect and to grow is the first duty of a leader, no matter how high they attain or what position or status they attain. So that's something I think is definitely applicable when it comes to emotional intelligence, when it comes to leadership overall. In, in our country, I think that, that we as leaders, the, the leaders that take that same thought process of self-development along the way, in a crisis or not, is always, um, is always welcome. Yes, so true. So true. Well, Dr. Purdue, I want to just you know thank you for uh, the time that that we had with you, and you know just sharing your expertise around leadership and emotional intelligence. And I'd love to be able to connect people with you. And you know, yes, you're on the Bellum Leaders website, but I know that you have your own as well. So I'd love uh, for you to tell our audience how they can connect with you and learn about more about what you're doing. Sure, sure. Well, you know, if they want to start with Bellum Leaders, that's that's fine with me. Um, but I'm at, actually at, uh, you can catch me on the web, the internet, at www.anthonyperdue.com. And that's Purdue with an E, P-E-R-D-U-E. And also, you can email me if you want to take an assessment or just anthony at compasslg.com. That's C-O-M-P-A-S-S-L-G.com. Um, and then also on social media. I'm on LinkedIn, Dr. Anthony Purdue, as well as Twitter, as well as uh, Instagram. Right. So you can catch him everywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. Catch me if you can. <laughs> That's right. And there is a free download, correct, on your, is it anthonypurdue.com there? The seven yes. keys? Yes, yes. How to lead, lead like a lion, the seven keys uh, to the kingdom. So um, if you go on the website, um, just put in your email address. I promise I won't spam you. And uh, you can download the, the, uh, the ebook. It's, um, it's a foundational book for leaders to really, um, a lot of stuff we talked about today, but to really um, kind of look inward and look at that self-leadership development or self-development as we've talked about. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, Dr. Perdue. Uh, you know, stay safe, you and your family. And, and uh, you know, I hope to have you on the show again, and we can expand this conversation around leadership and emotional intelligence and coaching. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, from this conversation, there's a lot we could can talk about but uh, i appreciate you having me on and um be blessed okay you too i'll see you soon thank you bye-bye yeah, until next time this is dr kelly whalen keep doing great things because our world needs leaders like you